You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome. This is Suzanne, and we are going to dive into a little soul silence and sound here on Be Simply today. When this recording is occurring, it's a Sunday morning here on the North American continent and a fall season, but here where we are, we get kind of a summer this time of year. So it's interesting, you know, we... I've been going through this karmic moment. So this moment has afforded all of us to potentially be in reflective repose, really evaluate how we are in relationship to our fellow humanity within ourself and how we express it to our fellow humans here on planet Earth. And through the course of this moment, meaning this uh, left turn that we took here on planet Earth, um, there's been a lot of division, and probably before it too, especially in North America, a lot of division. And there's one thing that's super interesting. If you go deep into the jungle or a forest and just sit and observe, you will potentially notice that everything is in harmony everyone's doing what they are designed to do they're serving the whole because they have a role within the ecosystem like we do it yet there's all different kinds of reflections and so nature in itself down from the insects to the microbes to the trees the flora the fauna and every species that's roaming around uh, isn't grasping isn't arguing except they're they're a couple that they get a little cheeky a couple of the species but they're closer to us so that's a clue uh and they're content. And that's why a lot of people, when they go into the forest, they are... So when one of us, or they, the collective they, goes into the forest or nature, we're reminded of our natural way which is to be in harmony and it feels good it's like oh i'm content i don't have to grasp at anything i don't have to think about anything i can just be here and so over probably the past 20 or 30 decades 20 no 20 or 30 decades two or three decades uh in the spiritual quote-unquote community there have been a lot of you know little things put out into the marketplace. And I think what people are waking up to right now, for the most part, is that 
the media, uh, that everything's been kind of curated for us. So that doesn't, spiritual text, uh, the theological even presentations have been co-opted for the masses. And within that, there are manipulations of actually what the deep essence of some of those teachings, because they came from somewhere. And then, you know, they're placed in this moment in space. And so if an ancient Rishi many, many thousands of years ago, uh, potentially scribed down a concept. That concept was distilled in that moment based on the conditions that were there. And to know the true essence of it, we would need to have been there. So maybe our soul could remember it if we were there as another form. Or... I guess we could travel back there, but then that's like reawakening our past in a way we don't need to. So we truly don't know what that essence is, but we could take that essence and sit in a meditative repose and welcome it to awaken within ourself. And that's part of the purpose of a meditative practice is to really uh, dive in to a meditative repose in a way that you start to awaken a deeper understanding of some of these concepts, even ones that I uh, speak about in these segments. And then over the course of maybe one or many lifetimes, you start to understand the deeper truth. And so I'm noticing a lot because I have... Uh, been around like young adults lately, people that are establishing themselves in the world, trying to figure out who they are and uh, what their destiny is. <laughs> and so I notice when people go to mindset training, uh, spiritual speak, I'm hearing more and more of this word, <laughs> which is manifesting. And so this is, I guess, a, a slow lead in <laughs> to this word manifesting. And then uh, how does that occur? And how is it in relationship to karma? And so one, it's fantastic to have a healthy mindset for sure. That helps a lot. Sometimes you're in the thick of it, so then it's like annoying because you're like, I just need to be in the thick of it. And that's okay because sometimes we need to process those things. But all in all, it feels good to feel good, but we want to feel it authentically, not force it. And uh, if we're working on our meditative mind, we want it to be empty, so therefore we won't, don't need to say positive affirmations or negative ones. We just let life be. And so then we have this other factor that uh, the Rishis can see, and we could see if we go in the forest or even out in public in a busy city, uh, we have cause and effect. And so with cause and effect, it's uh, uh, one action causes a reaction 
or there's a call and response to to this experience we have life and we make choices all day long and those choices sometimes are for our benefit and sometimes they diminish and so when we go into this word of manifestation uh, it's really important to understand two things that there are things that are part of your destiny because of a multitude of conditions that were set forth before you got here. And this is going to be part of your life learning, your life transformation, if you choose to. It is going to be that which refines you into the next. And so that means sometimes we will meet adversity we have things written that maybe we want to avoid. <laughs> uh, things might not go our way. Yet, those truly become these powerful moments that shine lights on things that we can't imagine. And we have this awareness. And a lot of that's been happening, especially over this past two decades but really intensely over this past few years and so when we look at the idea of manifesting and if we can really connect a little bit deeper to what that means is really it's a conscious choice to start paving our road in a direction towards a goal or an achievement that we would like to obtain now, suddenly you might connect to that goal or that achievement and all of a sudden the universe has orchestrated so that you're right there because it's a destiny that was predetermined and you're starting to connect to it. You're starting to feel it. You know, you're like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. And that isn't necessarily a immediate manifestation. It's something that you put effort towards prior to here. And here it is. And so <laughs> this is where the complexity comes in. Uh, and maybe a little bit of the letdown. So while yes, you can create the reality that you wish to see in the world. Yet it's important you do it without attachment. In addition, what a lot of these ancient rishis knew and life was much simpler then is that when you employ a spiritual practice, you become content. Therefore, you are not grasping at things. You're not motivated the same way. And we're working through karma of an industrial revolution where we've been taught and programmed to want, grasp, create. Uh, and some of that is interesting and amazing and a lot of it's pretty much unnecessary <laughs> from my perspective <laughs> uh, and that's the beauty when you go like into the jungle or the forest 
everyone's just content for the most part. <laughs> Even down to the humans that are living there, they're happy. Uh, they're just content. They're not trying to get something or someone. They're there. And so if you can let go of the concept of instant manifestation and welcome in the idea that you're willing to listen, as I talked a little bit about uh, last week, is that when you have that meditative practice and you really decide to listen and feel into the next, then you can get to some juicy things. Because imagine uh, you have been led to maybe a job and maybe that job involves a lot of interaction with people and maybe your employer says okay you have to contact these thousand people but if you have a meditative repose and more of an approach to feel in to where you're to put your effort you can circumvent a lot of unnecessary energy that's put out there you know let's say you know your social media platform has inspired you to try to get that blue check mark and try to get to 10,000. But if you realize that if you had a quality group of people that really enjoyed what you do and inter interact with what you do, and that was part of your business model or just your own little experiment, you're going to get more authentic feedback in that setting. And that effort that you're making in life is going to help pave that way towards wherever you've decided to point your compass. And so when we start to move from more of this long range plan, something naturally occurs, <laughs> meaning more of the infinite model is that we become content and there's less grasping. And then we're actually working with that word manifestation in an effort and with an essence involved. So sure, you know, if you've ever watched the movie Groundhog's Day, he's like grasping for the perfect relationship. So he, he goes through these cycles of life till he gets there. <laughs> and that's a really interesting way to depict that sometimes our focus could be something so like that that you're ready for this partner and they're going to complete you and the the reality is is that there's a level of contentment in a spiritual practice and that's why from eastern traditions People go into monastery and they stay there to connect deeper. And, you know, some of them become monks or someone like Leonard Cohen stayed in a Zen monastery for, I think, 20 years and came out and produced some really profound music. And that essence of his effort led into the next and so what I'd really want to break down even further at this juncture is that one, if you know that you drew a map 
of this life before you got here, if you know. And I don't want you to just believe it. I want you to say, gosh, I do want to know if that, I want to know that. Did I do that or not? And that'll take some meditation practice, meaning that you welcome yourself to be disciplined, to start feeling into uh, your karma here in this moment. And within that, you'll start to see beyond. You'll start to see beyond here and understand life situations. You won't be a victim anymore. You'll really start to step into being a truly conscious being, self-aware being that will evolve from that state of awareness because it's a process and it'll continue to be a process. And so then you'll start to know that uh, you created this. So then if you, from there, work on your really long range plan, meaning that there's no attachment to the when, the how, the who, even the what. <laughs> I'm forgetting one why. Uh, where, the where. And that's key. Because in your mind, you might decide that I'm going to point my compass and I want it to be like this. Yet, if you feel into it, it just might not be. But another version of that, since you're feeling that pull towards that, might arrive to give you a deeper understanding of why you're being encouraged to look in that direction or uh, encouraged to take certain action in your life. And so this goes beyond like, wanting physical things or uh, to be with certain people or have certain experiences. It's really about cultivating an essence within inside of self so that when you meet this map that you already created, you're holding that essence. So if you take the idea of just manifesting and wanting whatever, and that could be peace of mind, you know, it doesn't have to be that external. And then you say, okay, I need to start making effort towards that. And so if there are some material things in there or people or experiences, you would have to make effort towards that. It's just not going to arrive on your doorstep. However, <laughs> If it was already uh, woven for here and now, it'll appear like it arrived on your doorstep. Meaning that if you were destined to have a child, let's say, and it's at a certain age, and maybe it's earlier than you thought, you'll be prepared all of a sudden or it'll arrive and be like whoa I manifested that I just didn't know it was gonna be so soon or you were really working on it and you're like finally I manifested it but it it was destined that that pregnancy was destined at that moment and then it's all up to you how you meet that moment how you receive that soul and where you go from there so First step 
and understanding the word manifestation is deciding if you want to practice meditation. We're going to do that shortly. And then from there, deciding if you want to make effort towards it. And then seeing if you're willing to let go of what you think the outcome should be. Are you willing to release your attachment to the outcome? And this is key. And so when these three three things happen, then you're going to feel a lot more freedom on the journey. Uh, And then you're going to be working towards something, but with that non-attachment and willingness to wait and see when it's time for you to cross its path. Or you might have a deeper aha and then the goal or the focus shifts because you have a new body of information. And so I would definitely say if most people reflected back on this past, gosh, we're coming up on two years, um, which is kind of unbelievable, but two solar rotations around the sun, um, I would say many or the majority of people's perspective and relationship to life as they once related to it has shifted, has changed. And so if we went back then (laughs) uh, and remembered where we were, we could probably check off some things that no longer are important to us. For some, they still might be grasping at wanting to return to what that was. I guess many are potentially doing that. But if you really get honest with yourself, there's probably things that have been uh, rearranged in your life by your choice or not. And so from this moment, as we think about what we want to create, what we want to uh, contribute to society as a whole, we have this ability to just really um, look around us and say, okay, where do I want to put my effort? Where is the essence of what I want to cultivate? And so all the stuff that people are trying to manifest has an essence. And if you get to the core of that essence, then that will guide you through this life and help you weave into the next. And if you've gone through adversity in this life, that's shaping you, that's forming you, so that you can take effort in a way that builds Uh, existence that is setting you up to serve in a greater way in your next maybe tomorrow next week your future wherever that might be so I encourage everyone (laughs) uh, to think about that essence Where do you want to focus your attention? What essence do you want to cultivate when uh, 
personally, when I'm in the kitchen, I want to always have love in my heart. I won't even let people come cook with me if they're angry. And I've actually been using cooking lately because I've felt a lot more wrath with our current state of affairs here on planet Earth. So I've used that practice and my love for cooking to uh, cultivate additional love in my heart because that's that essence. That's where I want to be. And so for you... You know, all these things, like if you say, oh, I want a new car, or I want a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife, what's the essence that you're creating there? And if you get really honest with yourself, how do you cultivate that from within? And then when you embody that, you will start to calibrate with others that are like-minded. And sometimes it's our attachment to Uh, people, places, and things that get us distracted because they're packaged a certain way and we think that those uh, are, are really aligned with us when they're not. So I call them the shiny broken objects. <laughs> and that's really just because it's a reflection of aspects of ourself that are ready to heal So first step after you've made the commitment to meditation, uh, then welcoming yourself to take effort towards that which you want to create. And then uh, as you deepen there, really welcoming yourself to discover the essence that you want to share with the world. And then to keep practicing that. And that will lead you to far more interesting places than just calling upon uh, material goods, people, places, and things. It will lead you on a journey that is for the benefit of your well-being for the refinement of your eternal being. And at times it might rock your world. But either way, as I mentioned earlier, we wrote the script that we're living out before here. And not consciously, but subconsciously. And as you become more and more self-aware, then you can realize that you can feel into very much of your next, meaning beyond here, wherever you uh, feel that is. But you can feel into it and you'll start to see that much of that is already written based on your actions. And so once you connect with that essence that you want to feel and be, And that's where the effort is. If it's to be at peace, most people tell me they just want to be calm. Then that's where the effort is. And that effort will lead you to all those other things. It'll lead you to the people. It'll lead you to the place. It'll lead you to the things and the experiences. And that is super amazing. (laughs) 
So right now, you can even pause this. I want you to write down the essence that you want to feel, know, embody. It could be a couple. I wouldn't make a long list, just a couple. And then are you willing to work towards that effort? And that's why we call this a practice. If you want to be calm, then practicing being calm is necessary and being patient with yourself. If you want to feel love, then practice cultivating love. And this is the really important part about this exchange is that the reason we try, attempt to grasp at things outside of us is because we want them inside of us. <laughs> mean, meaning that we want that quality or that experience or that essence. But if we take the space to say, hey, I want to experience this or have this or, but really the essence is just joy or peace, then we work towards that. And with that, you will have the opportunity to share that back with the world. So if your focus is to feel content, calm, at peace, feel joy, then you practice that. So you embody it, it cultivates within you, and then you share it with the world. And when you share that with the world, it is profound because more of it comes back in. And so we don't have to be specific necessarily down to the T about that, which we are quote unquote manifesting. We're making a commitment to ourself to cultivate an essence that we are willing to exchange with the world around us. And that is a powerful proposition. <laughs> And if you are at a place in your life where you, or many lifetimes where you want to feel uh, more of the egoic expression here on planet earth, that's okay. That's part of the learning process. That's part of the essence. So some people might be like, I want to feel power. Okay. Well, with that, you will feel power if you put effort towards it and you will learn the lessons of the power. Uh, if someone wants to really feel calm and then they master feeling calm and they master sharing that with the world, they might say, I, I want to feel a little like uh, reckless abandon. Maybe they're wanting to swing the pendulum the other way or they want to feel the movement of their body and uh, that rapture with nature and themselves. So then they start working towards that. And the, this is what shapes your highest self this is what connects you to that innate wisdom within yourself and then it's not so focused on the little stuff meaning you know the temporal stuff the new house the new car the new spouse or companion more children it's not focused on that it's focused on the essence that extends beyond here so I appreciate you taking the time to receive that. And what we can do now is go into the meditation. And if you're inspired, 
you can welcome yourself to listen without the mind and feel into what maybe that essence is that you were destined to realize and make effort towards. So I'd love for you to take a nice deep breath in. And then exhale out. Another one, inhale. And exhale. One more, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, just stay in your upright seated position and then allow the energies of random raps, music just to softly lead you in the background. Utilize your breath as the focal point. And then when you hear the sounds arrive, feel free to go into Shavasana, corpse pose. All right, with further ado, find that breath. Follow it gently inside. And I'll meet you on the other side.
taking a soft, gentle breath into your heart center, gently breathing in and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. One more inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there welcoming you to just gently move your fingers and toes and connect back to here with me <laughs> you've been right there with you and then just taking a moment to give gratitude for all aspects of yourself and I give gratitude for you for taking the space to connect deeper to your inner landscape and contemplate what essence you would like to exchange with the world around you. And if you want, take a few more minutes just to be with that. What is that you want to exchange and maybe just maybe that essence will give you grace to walk through the map of this life that you created before here maybe just maybe mastering that essence and embodying that essence will give you the wisdom needed to weave responsibly with awareness and effort here, now, and well into your future. If you want to discuss this further one-on-one, -on -one, just feel free to reach out to me. You can email me. And... Until next time, this is she, a.k.a. Suzanne, signing out with a gentle smile, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Oh
So. Oh. 